Hello, and thanks so much for tuning in to the Camper Van Podcast. I'm coming at you after a bit of a hiatus. I haven't recorded in a while, and just frankly haven't had much time to work on this project. And that was mostly due to uh, an illness in the family, and that required my full attention and frankly led to a few months of, of sleep deprivation. So that's that's been rough, and it was best, I think, to just take time away. But not to belabor that other than to say that I'm back, and I will be uploading much more often, much more frequently than I have uh, for the last few weeks. And again, thanks for tuning in, and it's, it's good to be back. I'm just going to take a, a, a few minutes to answer a couple of listener questions and to get caught up on uh, on a couple of things that... I've obviously have been have not been able to to talk about for a while. Uh, so yeah, let's do that. And also I should mention that I'm recording from the van and the uh the location is really nice but not exactly perfect for recording. Thing is it's too nice uh to to have the doors closed. Uh, doors and windows. So don't be surprised if you hear some some background noise here, uh, such as, I don't know, crows and, and wind through the trees and maybe an occasional airplane or car or children playing. It's a really gorgeous park. It's mostly pretty quiet, but uh, I'm in the shade in the Seattle area and it's really nice. So uh, yeah, it's my mostly outdoor studio. Okay, I have a question from Lindsay. Lindsay writes that she had discovered the podcast while on the road to Asheville, North Carolina, and binged binged it the way on the way there and back. So yikes, that's a lot of a lot of me coming through through the stereo. I hope it was helpful. She's actually in the process of building out her van, and she's at the point where she wanted to deal with some rust in her interior. Now, I've done two episodes on rust control on the exterior and, I think, underside of the van. And I want to correct one thing about that, first of all, that I said uh, to, to not use very very heavy grit or very uh, small the smaller numbers, such as 60, maybe 60 to 80 or 60 to 100. Actually, oftentimes the paint, is going to be so stiff and because because you've got rust bubbling under paint and clear coat and primer for that matter and so it, it is necessary oftentimes to grind that down to the metal with some very rough uh, sandpaper the trick is to to keep that that uh, sand wor- sanding work to a minimum in terms of the area you're 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 scraping because you don't want that 60 grit getting off into your nice paint so it's important to control it and only grind on the, the little spot that you're trying to to knock paint off of. So there's that. And then getting back to Lindsay's question, one of the things I mentioned in, in one of my episodes about rust control is to not use a, a paint primer combo. And just real quickly, the reason for that is, is that it, it's just it misses the point of primer and paint. Primer is formulated to grab onto the metal or the wood or the plastic or whatever it is that it's formulated for. So to mix it with the paint is really absurd, and and it's a ploy. It's a it's a come on from the paint companies. I, I I'm always bothered when I see it. You know, a friend of mine hired a cheap painter to paint his house, and the guy painted everything in the in the 
primer combo, uh, really cheap primer combo paint. And of course, in the first season, it started to bubble and fall off. Really frustrating to see. So yeah, I, I, I stand by that. Don't use those combos. So, but Lindsay, <laughs> before she heard my episode, bought that stuff and used it on her interior where she had some, some rust and where she had dealt with some rust. So or some bare patches, uh, maybe where she had scraped or sanded away some paint or done some drilling, that kind of thing, where it makes sense to go back and, and touch it up with primer and paint. And my advice to her if through via email, I've already answered her question, but I thought I'd, I'd get into it a little more here. Uh, my advice to her was to clean it up very well and to see if that primer paint combo comes off easily with some sandpaper. So let's say you've already sprayed some of that combo on an area over bare steel, and then you you just lightly try to scuff it with uh, with some 200 grit or 120. If it falls right off, then keep going and keep, keep sanding, get it all off of there and start over. That's my advice with regard to that. If it has adhered well, then give it a light sand and then clean it well with some alcohol. You can use acetone if you want, but that stuff's pretty nasty. It is probably the most effective way to clean. You might find that it's taking off more than you want, etc. So eh, I just use alcohol. Get it dust-free and then mask off around the area and give it a blast with some self-etching primer, etc., as described in that episode, which I'll include in show notes here. Um, the problem is that if that uh, paint primer combo isn't really grabbing on to the steel and doing a great job, and then you spray over it, then it's very likely that it's just going to bubble or come off in the near future, you know, and rust is going to get back under there. So, so yeah, deal with it. Uh, that's my advice. I'm going to do uh, a third episode on, on rust control for interiors specifically. Now, you can listen to my previous episodes about rust control and extrapolate how to deal with interior rust, but I do have some very specific tips on on rust uh, prevention and removal uh, for the interior of your van. And I will get to that episode soon, I promise. Uh, let's see, moving on. I got another question from Matt. Matt says, Hey guys, I recently bought a secondhand Goldstream Storm Pop Top Camper. I was wondering if you know of slash could recommend a spring mattress that would be good for the queen end. I'm assuming the weight and thickness of the mattress would need to be considered. And then he asked, do you sell anything that would be suitable? So um, I think there's some confusion there from Matt as to what we do on vansage.com. So uh, yeah, he read our uh, camper van mattress article and then asked us about mattresses that we make and or sell and we don't sell any anything we only recommend and point you to companies that sell stuff so there's that first of all but now let's get back to the question of which mattress is best for that camper and uh, the answer is i have no idea and the reason that i feel that way and that's opinion to some extent some people say oh yeah go get the you know etc mattress and it, you'll be you know, happy forever. I can't possibly answer that question because, in my opinion, because you need to go try some mattresses. And 
you know, the thing is, even if you go into a mattress store, and by the way, don't feel bad about going to mattress stores to to test mattresses and then walking out without buying anything, because the markup on mattresses is astronomical. It's hundreds of points, uh, percentage points of profit, uh, and it's one of the reasons that the mattress industry is so so rabid with its marketing. You know, all of the internet. Uh, new internet mattress companies and and then all of the mattress stores you see in all the towns all over the world. Um, So yeah, don't feel bad about that. Go try some mattresses. And and when you find one that you really like, it's going to be (laughs) $1,200. Dig into the, to the, the specifics of how that mattress was made. Find out, is it, is it an an air spring, a coil spring, uh, foam, you know, what combination of foam, stuff like that. Does it have a topper on it at the moment? How thick is it? All those things. And then you can go find a much cheaper version of that mattress or assemble one from foam, etc. And if you go to vansage.com and just type in camper van mattress or just mattress in the search bar, uh, and I'll include a link in show notes, you will find our, our article on that. And I talk extensively in uh, an episode about choosing mattresses of this podcast. And and by the way, it's transcribed in that article. So you can also read it there or you can listen to it. At any rate, it, it helps you to uh, choose a mattress that's going to work for you specifically. Now, as far as size and weight, you know, I, I had never heard of the, uh, the Goldstream Storm pop top camper. Uh, now, this isn't a van. And even if it were, I don't know all the vans. And I certainly don't know all the pop-top campers. And by the way, there are a multitude of Storm, uh, Goldstream Storm models. So I don't can't even tell you. You know, he doesn't include the year or the uh, or the specifics of the of the model. So I really can't answer that question. My guess is that any mattress will be fine in terms of weight. You know, you're you, you're towing a trailer in that case, and un- unless it's a very lightweight uh, pop top, I I wouldn't worry too much about the weight. But also, Gold, Gold Stream, I believe they're still in business. You could message them and ask for weight restrictions, weight limits, etc. And you could also ask them for mattress recommendations. But again. I wouldn't let anybody pick my mattress, <laughs> no matter how much they recommended it for my particular van or camper. So, yeah, there's that. So, yeah, let's let's uh, get off that topic for now. And so moving on, other than to say that you can uh, reach out to us via vansage.com or just email me directly at podcast at vansage.com and we'll talk about mattresses or whatever information you need. Send your questions my way. I will do my best to answer them. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Again, reach out, podcast at vansage.com. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Camper Van Podcast. The Vansage newsletter goes out every Sunday evening And if you're not signed up for that yet, well, you're missing out. Packed full of valuable, fun weekly features, product resources, videos, photography, exclusive content, and other cool van life stuff. It's easy to get signed up, only takes a few seconds, and the link to do so is in show notes right there in your podcatcher app. And while you're at it, I have a quick favor to ask. Please take a few seconds to send that link to friends, family, post it to your social media feeds, etc. It really does make all the difference and will allow me to continue publishing this show. 
Okay, that's it for now. Take care. Have fun. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy the adventure. But you treat me so unkind. Right down to the station. Get the fast mail train I see. I think I hear coming now.